Dear Cheap Astronomy, What's the best way to redirect an asteroid's path for mining purposes? Let's start by saying Cheap Astronomy's plan to somewhat indiscriminately crash on the moon is not actually that indiscriminate. It's not realistic to think you can shift an object several kilometres in diameter out of the asteroid belt and onto a precise trajectory that will have it collide with the moon. At least not without some implausible engineering and an absolute ton of fuel. And of course, if you miss and it crashes into the Earth, that's a mass extinction event and the end of civilization as we know it. Indeed, even crashing such an object into the moon would be a bad idea. The moon would absorb the impact, but there would be a substantial amount of debris flung upwards, which is likely to circle the moon and then slowly fall back to the surface, which is potential trouble for any lunar bases. It's also likely some shrapnel would achieve lunar escape velocity and then might make its way to Earth, being the next biggest gravity well around. Most chunks would burn up in our atmosphere, but before that a circling cloud of them could become a problem for orbiting satellites and other spacecraft. So, crashing something on the moon that's much bigger than 100 metres in diameter is not just implausible with our current technologies, it's also just a bad idea. Of course, it's not automatically a good idea to start redirecting lots of 100 metre diameter objects to collide with the moon either. Since if you miss, Earth is the next biggest gravity well around, and something that's 100 metres in diameter won't just burn up in the atmosphere. It won't cause a mass extinction event either, but unless it strikes in the deep ocean or in a desert, mass destruction, mayhem and mortality could result. These sort of issues have never stopped mining operations on Earth, which are responsible for a long list of environmental catastrophes and deaths, not only of miners, but of nearby communities, notably through the collapse of tailing dams. Despite these catastrophes, no one is thinking we should put a stop to mining altogether. Of course, we're not suggesting that the occasional catastrophe represents acceptable risk, we're just saying that everything has some risk, and the trick is to mitigate those risks. The advantage of crashing on the moon mining is that it happens a long, long way from any large concentrations of humanity and from any ecosystems, and if something does go amiss, at least you'll have plenty of lead time to avoid a potential catastrophe. Anyhow, the essential principle of redirecting asteroids is to remember that everything in the solar system is in a solar orbit and the diameter of that orbit is a product of an orbiting body's velocity. So going faster takes you further away from the Sun and going slower brings you closer in. Either way, you are going to have to expend energy to change an object's current velocity and hence its orbit. There are some low energy cost ideas like painting the asteroid to increase its reflectivity and hence increase the push of sunlight upon it, since a white solar sail always gains more momentum than a black solar sail does. But that approach will just generate a fractional change in velocity and trajectory, so it's not going to be useful in directing an object to a specific target. Similarly, a brute force approach, like exploding a nuclear device near an asteroid, could send it, 
or bits of it, spinning off in a number of unpredictable directions. At least the painting approach might be something to consider in the future when we have some cis-lunar infrastructure in place that's space geek talk for stuff installed nearby the moon. Such infrastructure might herd redirected objects and then sort them so different types are sent to different extraction facilities. Indeed, you really want this type of infrastructure in place before you start adding more near-Earth objects to the already worrying population that exists out there now. So instead, the first steps we might take in the 21st century will involve redirecting already near-Earth objects of modest size to crash on the moon. This not only commences our first attempt at space mining, but also works to reduce the worrying population of near-Earth objects that are out there now. And since we've got this far without actually talking about how the heck we're going to manage this much, you've probably already gathered that there's going to be a part two to this episode. 